Good afternoon, good evening. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, today's daf is Maseches Sukkah, daf Yud And we are starting about one third of the way down on the page, maybe a little bit more, five lines into the wide line, starting at the word Gufa. Uh, tonight's shir will be in memory of my brother, Abraham Gershon ben Shmuel Mordechai. Yiratzo and his neshama should have an aliyah. The Gemara starts out by analyzing a sugya that we began last night. And the Gemara says, Gufa, again, one-third of the way down, Yudal and Muralev, we learned the sugya that kol yados ha'ochlin, that if there are stems of food, and you then do this action called shebisasan, Begoren, and you did some action of besasan, we discussed yesterday whether it meant untying a bundle or whether it meant actually crushing the, the stem itself. Uh, I will learn about those two, uh, those two shitas again today. So, if you have the yados, the stems of those foods, and they were besas and begoren, the Tanakama says that even though foods are normally makabal tuma, but here, because you were besas and begoren, it's no longer makabal tuma, it, they are tahoros. These foods and stems are considered tahor. However, Rabbi Matami Rabbi says that besas and begoren, that action that you have done, we again, we're going to define it momentarily, is insufficient. Um, and basically, it keeps the food in the category of tummy. So says the Gemara, my besasan. What exactly is meant in the case of our, of this Mishnah, where it says kol yados ha'ochlin she besasan? What activity is taking place? Rabbi Yochanan Omar besasan mamish that you're actually crushing the food, and Rabbi Rabbi Elazar Omer hitir ogdan. It's just that it's in a bundle right now. It's tied up, and what you've done is you've untied the bundle. So now the Gemara is going to ask a question. Bishlamala Rabbi Elazar. I understand if we embrace Rabbi Elazar's understanding that besasan begoren means we simply untie the bundle of food. We're untying the stems. Um, so then Hainu, that's why Dimitami Rubiosi, Rubiosi says, you haven't done a significant action. It started out as a food, and foods are makabotuma, and you were besasan begor, and you untied that bundle. Well, that's an insignificant act. It doesn't change the status of a food from being makabotuma to not being makabotuma. So therefore, that's why Hainu Dimitami <laughs> Rubiosi, that's why Rubiosi is of the opinion that it should be considered to, <laughs> to still be tummy. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says you did a significant action directly to the food ship, uh, that you actually did crush the food. So then if that's the case, why would we still call it food? It's not food anymore. You destroyed it. Why would Rabbi Yossi still hold that it's a problem of uh, of Tuma? It shouldn't be Tame at all. It's not food anymore. And you destroyed that food. You crushed it. So Amar Reb Shimon ben Lakish, we saw this yesterday, that because having the stumps of these foods, the stems of these foods, be a part of um, when one is using a pitchfork to flip things up in the air to separate the wheat from the from the chaff, the grains from the from the stalks, because of that, they're still roe, and because they're still roe, so even though they were besas and begoran, they were really physically destroyed, afal pikain, even though that's true, they're still uh, considered to be makabal tuma, and that explains why Rabbi uh, <coughs> why Rabbi Yossi would still be matami. Amar Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar says, "Lama and shel tzadikim ke'asar." Why is it that the prayers of the righteous are are uh, comparable to a pitchfork? Why why did the why did the Gemara make this equation? <coughs> so the Gemara answers, "We're right halfway down Yadal Ramadal of two lines above the new Mishnah." The reason why the prayers of the righteous were considered to be that similar to a pitchfork is that just like a pitchfork is used 
to move around grains from one place on the floor of the threshing floor to another place on the threshing floor. So too, the tefilos of tzaddikim are similarly powerful in that they are mehafeches daito that it is able to reverse to change, to reverse the das of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, mi midas achzarius, from a cruel din, or midas ragzanus, as some of the kisve yad have. Um, and we're able to change that negative midah, the midas rachmanus. So this is the power of going to a tzaddik and asking for a bracha. So I've heard people say over the years, not my thing. So I think that should be your thing. If we have the capacity to speak to a gadol, a tzaddik, and ask them to daven for us, that is considered uh, a worthwhile investment because just like the pitchfork is able to move the uh, the grains from place to place on the threshing floor, so too tzaddikim are able to uproot the midah of, uh, of achzarius, the midah of ragzanus, and to switch it over to the midah of rachmanus. That brings us to a new mishnah. This mishnah uh, starts as follows: Mesachach in Benesarin. One is allowed to use nisarim boards as schach, divri Reb Yehuda. We'll discuss the size momentarily. That's the sheet of Reb Yehuda, where Rav Meir, Oser of Meir, says we're not allowed to use that. The Mishnah continues, If one took a very large board, it's four tfachim wide. So the sukkah is still kosher. But, says the Gemara, but you can't use the sukkah under that four tefach board. So Rashi here explains, uh, it's Rashi um, about 15 lines or so from the bottom, right at the new Mishnah, the second one in the new Mishnah here, second line of, uh, under the new Mishnah in Rashi, if you put a board that's four tefach wide on top of a sukkah, that's puzzle. You're not allowed to be under there. But if it's up against a wall, it doesn't puzzle the sukkah. It just becomes a dofen akuma, where the wall is effectively L-shaped and bent. There's your regular wall, and you have your four tefach piece of wood at the very beginning, five tefach, four or more. So the halacha is it doesn't ruin your sukkah because dofen akuma is mutter. It's just considered a wall. However, you're not allowed to be, fulfill the mitzvah underneath that board because that's, it's not schach, it's a wall. It's schach puzzle. So therefore, yes, you are allowed to use a board that's rachav arba tvachim, but it can't be uh, it can't be used to fulfill the mitzvah. The Gemara opens up with a machlokes between Rav and Shmuel. Rav and Shmuel argue as to where the machlokes in our Mishnah takes place. Let's quickly review. Rav Yehuda says yes, we can use boards. Rav Meir says no, we cannot. The Gemara opens. Amar Rav, machlokes bin esarim sheish ben arba. The argument of Rav Yehuda and Rav Meir is in a case where the boards are four tefach or larger. The Rav Meir is like Zeras Tikra. The reason why Rav Meir and our Mishnah would be would forbid this is because people often build their homes with boards that are this size, and therefore we're afraid that someone may not have the right kavanas and they may just be having a, a sukkah in their house. They'll just look up and say, yeah, this looks just like the schach I have in my sukkah. So because it was normal to build houses with boards that were four tefachim wide, so therefore there's a Gzeira Derabana not to use that as schach and that's why Rav Meir and our Mishnah was Oser. Rav Yehuda, less like Zeros Tikra, but according to Rav's approach that the boards that we're talking about are four tefach or longer, so does it incur, the? does it bring about the rabbinic injunction of Zeros Tikra, yes or no? Rav Meir says it's a problem, and therefore he says it's Oser. And Rav Yehuda says it's not a problem. Aval, an inference from the Shita of Rav, Aval bin Isarim she'in ben Arba However, if our Mishnah is uh, is having a machlokas about boards that are four tefach or greater, then it's implied that everything less than four tefach is mutra lechatchila, no problem, that you're allowed to use schach, that is a board that is less than four tefach. 
The Shmuel, Amar Shmuel, has a totally different opinion. Whereas Rav said the Machlokas is in the case that Rav Yehuda and Rav Meir and our Mishnah argue with boards that are four tefach or wider, Shmuel, Amar, Bishain Bahen Arba Machlokas. No, the Machlokas is not about four. It's about less than four. So Rav Yehuda and Rav Meir are not arguing about four plus, they're arguing about less than four. Aval Yesh Bahen Arba, but had the board actually been four tefach wide, Divrei HaKolpsula, Shmuel was of the opinion that there is no Machlokas there. Everyone would agree with the more stringent opinion in our, our Mishnah, which is Rav Meir, to say that it's absolutely not kosher. So the Gemara asks on the sheet of Shmuel, what does that mean? Okay, it's not four, it's not three. What if it's only one tefach wide? When I was a kid, we used to take little wood slats. They were a couple of inches wide by about six feet long, maybe five feet long, whatever they were. And we'd lay them over a couple of beams. What's wrong with that? Is Shmuel saying that you can't use, you know, cut wood? What, what exactly is he saying? They're just pieces of wood. Why can't you use pieces of wood for sukkah? That should be totally kosher. So Rav Papa qualifies our, our misunderstanding of Shmuel as follows. Omar Rav Papa, hachikamar, this is really pshat. Yesh bahen arba, what would Shmuel say? If the boards that are being used for schach are four plus, then diriya kolpsula, everyone would agree, even Rabbi Yehud and our Mishnah would agree that that's going to be puzzle for schach. Pachos mishlosha diriya kol ksheira. And had it been that the boards were less than three, the ones that I was used to as a child, that's kosher. No, everyone agrees that that's kosher. My time, because those are just, they're just pieces of wood which are perfectly eligible for schach. They're just regular pieces of wood, eight lines from the bottom. Keep ligi. Where does Shmuel hold uh, that the machlokas between Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Meir takes place in our Mishnah? Keep ligi arba. When you have a piece of wood that is between three and four tefachim. So let's, for our example, we'll take a piece of wood that's 3.5 tefach wide. So that's a machlokas where, according to Rabbi Yehuda, he would say no problem. And according to Rabbi Meir, he'd say it's, it's a big problem. Mar savar, keivan delesna hu shir makom, lo gazrina. Since it's not the minimum shear of a chash of makom, which is four by four, there's no gzera, that's the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, because we've seen this in Hilchos Shabbos, that a, a makom is considered to be chash of his dalit al dalit, and this board is too small, so it doesn't have a chashiva of a makom, so there's no gzera in such a case, and you're allowed to use it. Umar savar, keivan denafkin le mitoras lavud gazrina. And according to the sheet of Rav Meir, since this takes up more space than lavud would take up, uh, so therefore, it's going to be problematic. This line is difficult and requires some commentary, but um, it requires some research, I should, I should say. But nevertheless, that's how some of the Mephorshim explain is that because the board takes up more than three tefachim, so that's enough to put it into the category of concern. And therefore, Rav Meir and our Mishnah, uh, he asers. So just to review, our Mishnah has a machlokas between Rav and Shmuel. According to Rav, our Mishnah of Rabbi Yehud and Rav Meir, they're arguing about a board that is four tefachim plus. And according to Shmuel, the machlokas is not in that case. The machlokas is only when the piece of wood is between three and four tefachim. And that is where their machlokas is. <laughs> so now, starting six lines from the bottom of the, of the page, the Gemara is going to try and bring proofs one way or the other, or I should say questions one way or the other, about this machlokas. Tanan, we have a Mishnah. This should look pretty familiar. This is our Mishnah that we had 10 lines ago. And what did our Mishnah write? That if you put a piece of wood up there that's four tefachim wide, the sukkah is kosher, but you can't sleep under it. So now let's see which approach this fits best with, the opinion of Rav or the opinion of Shmuel. 
The Gemara says this is very understandable in regards to Shmuel. The Amar bohen arba machlokas, because their machlokas was talking about a case where there where the board was less than four tefachim. arba psula. Everyone agrees that the schach itself is puzzled. That's it's dofen akuma. But but when we look at that four, that's that's why our Mishnah says that you're, you're, it's kosher. It's a reference to the sukkah, not to the schach. So the the board itself is puzzled schach. So therefore, mishum hachi. Our Mishnah says lo yishan tachtav. That makes perfect sense. However, elo the rab according to rab who says to amar b'shi yeshben arba machlokas that he says the whole machlokas between Rav Yehud and Rav Meir and our Mishnah is talking about a board that's four tefach wide, then, uh, but everything less than that would be kosher. So then the Rav Yehuda, I don't understand. If the whole machlokas of our Mishnah was talking about a smaller board, then why, according to Rav Yehuda, why can't it be Yishan Tachtav? If the whole Machlokas is, is about a board that's four Tefach wide and Rav Yehuda is Matir and he says there's no problem with that, why can't you sleep under it? <laughs> that's a great Kashi against Rav. So says the Gemara, you've made an error in our Mishnah and therefore you misunderstood Rav. Do you think that when the Mishnah said that you're not allowed to sleep under that wood, it was according to everyone? No, it was only according to Rav Meir. It was Lishitaso. Seifa Asan, the Rav Meir. And Rav Meir's party line is that that piece of wood is too big. However, Rav Yehuda would in fact agree that if Pshat and our Mishnah, according to Rav, is right, that the Machlokas between Rav Yehuda and Rav Meir is with a piece of wood that's Dalat Tvachim, that he would, he would disagree with the end of our Mishnah with Rav Meir, who says that you can't uh, sleep under that piece of wood. You can sleep under that piece of wood. And that would be a question and answer number one. Let's go to number two. Last line of Yudal Ramadal of Toshma. We have a Brysa, and the Brysa will be quoted later in the Masech in a few blad. Shnei Sadin and Mitztarfin. And in regards to Schach, we take two sheets and we do combine them in regards to making a Schach puzzle, even though they're distinct entities. But we um, we, we are Mitztarif, those two things. However, as we turn to the top of Yadal Adamad Beis, and we're going to go to the very last word of the page today. Uh, however, this uh, Brysa writes, Shnei Nisarim Ein Mitztarfin, that when it comes to two boards, to two pieces of wood, they're not Mitztarif. The Brisa continues, Rav Meir Omer, af nisarim kisadinin. Rav Meir says the boards are like the sheets and that they do combine as well. Rashi here points out that the first shita that we learned is in fact the shita of Rav Yehuda. So let's remember that our Mishnah is having a machlokas about Rav Yehuda and Rav Meir, and this Mishnah about whether or not we combine sheets and whether or not we combine wood is also a machlokas, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir, with Rabbi Yehuda saying that we don't combine wood, and Rabbi Meir saying that we do combine wood. So now the Gemara is going to ask its question on this new Mishnah. Bishlam of the Shmuel, I could understand Pshat in this Mishnah, according to the opinion of Shmuel, who said that the machlokas is on a piece of wood that's less than four tefach wide. To Amar B'Sha'in Bohen Arba Machlokas, Aval Yesh Bohen Arba Divrei HaKol Sula. But if, in fact, the board is four wide, but but according to Shmuel, he says that isn't even a machlokas of Yehuda and, and Rav Meir in our Mishnah, because our Mishnah was only arguing about less than four. But if it was a piece of wood that was four tevach wide, Dibre HaKolo would be psula. So my mitzdarfin, what does that even mean? So the Gemara says mitzdarfin la'arba. Uh, we could answer that, no, that's okay. We can answer it because it's a question of whether it's mitzdarif la'arba. So the Meforshim here explained whether it's mitzdarif la'arba of the dofen akuma, which is the piece of wood that we started with. So that would be how we'd, we'd explain this, not about schach, but whether or not we would add pieces of wood together to extend the dofen akuma to a, an appropriate degree. Ela 
But according to Rav, we have a big problem. According to Rav, five lines down, according to Rav, who says that the machlokas in our Mishnah is with a board that is four tefach wide, and Rabbi Huda was lenient, and Rav Meir was machmir, but that if it's less than four, everyone would agree that it's kosher, even even Rameir and our Mishnah, hey, what's the case? I don't understand. If it's already four, so what type of tzeruf are you doing? And if the board isn't four, who it should just be regular schach for you. So therefore the opinion of Rab is difficult to understand in light of this new Mishnah at the top of the, uh, at the, top of the page. So the Gemara answers, really, really the board is four. Like before, it's a question of whether or not this is being added on to the Dauphin Akuma. That was version one of the question and answer on this Mishnah from the top of the page. And here's version two of that very same question, of that very same uh, Bryce, I should say, and a, and a slightly variant question and answer. Lishna 10 lines down, Yudal Ramad Here's another version. I could understand the opinion of Shmuel to Amr Bishain ben Arba Machlokes, that our Mishnah is talking about whether or not, uh, what, what Rabbi Yehud and what Rabbi Meir hold in regards to a board that's less than four. But Shmuel would be of the opinion that had the board been four, everyone would agree that it's puzzle. So then my meet starfin, the board's already puzzle if it's four. So it says the Gemara, that's the same as we saw before, that it's being uh, potentially being a tzeruf that could be added to the Dauphin Akuma. But says the Gemara, according to Rav, I could understand Reb Meir, who's Mahmir, to say that we might add things to um, to the Dauphin Akuma to the side and create a Psul in the Sukkah. Reb Yehuda, in our Mishnah, who's lenient within the camp of Rav, that the wood is already for, the Amar Afilu Yeshban Arbak Shera. What's the problem? Rav Yehuda was of the opinion that, that in our Mishnah, according to Rav, that if the piece of wood that's in discussion is for Tvachim, it's kosher. Rav Yehuda was the lenient in our Mishnah. So if Rav says our Mishnah is talking about a board that's four, and Rav Yehuda says it's lenient, so what is Mitzdarif even talking about? My ain Mitzdarif and Kanan Ba'almaninu, according to Rav Yehuda within the sheet of Rav, we don't care how big the wood is as long as, I mean, there might be an upper limit, but four is certainly fine. And according to Rav Yehuda, that's just regular wood. So what does ain Mitzdarif mean? So then the Gemara gives uh, an answer which is common in its structure. But its application is difficult here. And the Gemara says almost a, th- a little bit more than a third of the way down, that because Reb Meir said mitztarfin, so therefore Reb Yehuda was of the opinion of ein mitztarfin. This is, of course, referencing the Mishnah at the top of the page. But really, really, technically speaking, uh, Reb Yehuda didn't mean ein mitztarfin. Uh, it was just a, a way to write the Mishnah in a more poetic and memorable way. That's very difficult because ein mitztarfin is halachic language. It's not... Uh, We've seen answers like this in Shas before. Nevertheless, the Gemara is now going to present Brisa's going back to our original understanding of Rab and Shmuel. Let's review one more time before we jump into the proofs. Um, and that is as follows. Our Mishnah has a machlokas. Can you use boards as schach? And um, Rabbi Yehuda was lenient and Rav Meir was machmer. Shmuel was of the opinion that the board that we're talking about in our Mishnah is less than four tvachim. Rav was of the opinion that the machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rav Meir was talking about where the board is four plus tvachim. So now, says the Gemara, almost halfway down, Tanya kavase de Rav and Tanya kavase de Shmuel. There's a brisa both like the Shita of Rav that our Mishnah is talking about a board of four tvachim and 
<laughs> and Brisa to support the Shita of Shmuel that our Mishnah has a machlokas in regards to a board that's less than four Tvachim. Let's go through this. Tanya Kavase de Rav. What is the Brisa that supports the Shita of Rav? <coughs> this is in fact quite explicit. Let's say that a person takes boards of cedar to make them into schach. And there isn't four, just like Rav said earlier, uh, that was his opinion. But if the board does have four tfachim, then that's where we have our machlokas. Rav Meir Posel, Rav Yehuda Machshir, black on white, just like the Shita of Rav. That's an excellent raya for Rav. Rav wanted to say that the only machlokas in our Mishnah with Rav Yehuda and Rav Meir was when the board is four tefach white. That's exactly what this Mishnah says. And the Brisa, the Brisa actually, and the Brisa continues, Amr Rav Yehuda, there was a time when things were not good for the Jews, where they really weren't supposed to be building sukkahs, at least by governmental law. They brought boards that were normal to use in their house for regular roofing, and they used them for schach. And they, they put them up on top of their mirpeses. And had the government seen it, they would have said, okay, they're building a house, but they're not building a sukkah. So says the Gemara, that's beautiful. So we see that the Dalat Vachim is, uh, is correct. Amrulo, they pushed back on him and said, Misham Raya ain Shasakana Raya. At close of that brisa, that requires more conversation too, not for now. But that brisa does indicate in the beginning parts of that brisa, just like the Shita of Rav, that the Machlokes in our Mishnah Yudalat Madalat between Rav Yehud and Rav Meir is about a case where the wood planks were four tafachwai. But here's a brisa that goes in the other direction. Tanya Kavase de Shmuel. The brisa writes in, in support of Shmuel. Uh, the brisa uh, preceded Shmuel, obviously. But the brisa does support Shmuel Shita. Let's say that one took um, planks of cedar wood and they wore they were four tefach wide, then divri hakol psula, the opposite of our previous Mishnah. Then here everyone would agree it's puzzle. Ein bahen arba. What if the cedar planks were less than four tefach that you're using for your schach? So then the Gemara says, quoting the Brisa supporting Shmuel, that's where we have our machlokas, where it's ein bahen arba, where it's less than four tefachim. Reb Meir Posel, Reb Yehuda Machshir, and that shows us a case, a Brisa that's perfectly matched for the shita of Shmuel. And the Brisa continues, Umode Reb Meir, Reb Meir, who's normally posel even when the boards are less than three. He would agree that if you have boards that are, uh, you have a board and then a space that would have been the size of the board and then another board and then it's like a, it's alternating like that. If you have that kimelo uh, neser, each uh, each opening is like an um, is like a board. Shemaniach psal beneihem psal from the language of psolas goranivliyakev, namely a reference to schach. So then beneihem v'kshera that's considered a kosher sukkah. Umode Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, who is the lenient one, he agrees to be machmir. Umode, what does he agree to? Sheim nasan aleha neser shu rochav arba tvachim kshera v'im yishenim tachta v'ein yishenim tachta. He agrees that if the board is four, that it would form a dofen akuma in its schach puzzle, and you are not allowed to sleep under it. Okay, one last sugya for the night. We've been talking about boards uh, of wood that are four tefach wide. Let's say that, uh, says the Gemara, Itmar, the Amorim had this discussion. What if you take your four by four, right? So let's say that, uh, that my phone is, uh, is, uh, is four tefach wide, right? And that's a problem this way. But what if I stand it up, right? So now instead of the board being this way, where it's, where it's so so wide, now it's only one tefach or two tefachim on the bottom. Can I have it stand on my sukkah like this? 
let's say this isn't right. This is my schach and board after board after board. It's not four. It's not four on the on the on the horizontal plane. It's vertical. So it's standing up like this. Is this considered to be kosher? So that's what the Gemara wants to know. And if you take that four tefach board, let's say it's four by two. So it's four by two, and then you stand it up on the two side. So when you look up, all you see is the bottom of the two tefach side. That's a very low number. That should be kosher schach. That's a machlokas in the Amorite. If hovchan al if you take the board that's four by two and you stand it up on the two sides so that when you look up from your sukkah, you see only two tefach wide. Rapuna amar psula. He says nothing doing. Rashi immediately to our left. Why is it psula? Kedimifarish lekaime to cave and yesh shame psul alehem. Because a four tefach board has a shame psul. It's instantly considered puzzle inherently because it's four tefach. Then at that point, we don't care what you do with it. What does the Gemara say? The nasu kishipudin shel mateches. At that point, it's like it's made out of metal, which is definitely makabal tuma and ineligible to be used for schach. So that's what the Gemara says over here. That's why Rav Huna was machmer, because the four tefach wood is inherently problematic. So that's uh, his sheet of Rav Chiz, of Rav Huna, Amrik Shera. And they were of the opinion that the if you take the four by two and you stand it up on the two side, that that would be valid schach. Obviously, they don't view the, the four by two wood as inherently problematic, only uh, only as it's laid down on the four side. But if it's on the two side, so then Rav Chizda and Rabba Bar Rav Huna, they thought it was kosher. Ikla Rav Nachman la Sura, Rav Nachman went to Sura. Uh, that these are the three people who are the Bali Plukta. Rav Nachman was the one who was strict about the four by two standing on its side, and the other two Amorim were lenient. Now they're all spending time together. Amre le, plural to singular, Rav Chizda and Rabba Barafuna said to him, to Rav Nachman, what's the din about taking the four by two and standing it on its side? So it says the Gemara, Amar lahu psula. The halacha is that it's puzzle. Nasu, Rav Nachman continues, it's as if they were made kishipudin shamateches, like you made a skewer of metal, which is completely ineligible for being schach because it's a kli and it's makabal tuma. So Rav Nachman's very clear. So Amar lehu, uh, Rav Huna, Rav Huna said to them, Lo Amri lehu, Amri kavase, didn't I tell you what kind of psak you were going to get from him? If ever there was a time when we heard a svara, when we, when we understood, when you compared it to metal, we then understood that it was psula mamish. But in all other cases, we, we, as long as you give us the reason, we're going to agree with you, Rafuna, no problem at all. Was there ever a time you gave us a rationale? We didn't quickly... Uh, quickly adopt your halacha. Amar lehu umi ba'isu minay taima v'lo amri lehu. Has there ever been a time when you when you needed to ask me a reason and I wouldn't have given it to you? If you have a question, you need to ask a shaila. So a slight banter in the gemara. Lastly, the Gemara says, Lema misayale. Maybe we have something that supports the idea that we've just been sharing. Let's say you have a sukkah that's not big enough. It does not hold a person's most of a person's body and a table. Or, oh, or there's a hole in the, in the sukkah such that a gidi, an animal, can put its head through the wall. We assume that this is a three tefach hole. Oh, and here's our case. So in all of those cases, even if, you, even if it's only put in three tefachim, <laughs> 
<coughs> excuse me. So then in that case, it's going to be considered puzzle. So says the Gemara, hey, Chidami, what's the case? This must be a case where the four by two was up like this. Otherwise, it would have been puzzle from out of the gates. So it has to be the shot in this case is that forget all the other variations that our iteration of the four by two wood is not lying down flat, but it's standing up on its narrow edge. It has to be that that's the case. So then says the Gemara, it must be says Gemara, lo, you're incorrect. What are we dealing with over here? This uh, four by uh, two piece of wood, it's not lying on its edge. It's actually laying down flat, but it's off the edge of the sukkah hanging over the edge. And Rashi points out that it's on a wall, on, a, on the side of the, of the sukkah where there is no wall. So that's a problem. Three of the tefachim of the four tefach wide board are inwards, and one tefach is facing outward. We'll learn about this then more. But whenever there's psal, there's extra that's hanging out over the sukkah, we do treat it like a sukkah. And therefore, the Gemara says that you're trying to bring a lema misayele from seven, eight lines up. That does not work. We're going to stop right here at the bottom of the page. Tomorrow night, Emir Tashem Dafyomi will be at the home of Avi Stein, uh, who lives on Jarlath. And uh, we will be doing uh, Thursday nights at people's homes throughout um, throughout the month of Elul and uh, Av and Elul up until Rosh Hashanah. Rabbi Robinson will be joining us for Divri Chizuk after uh, the 9.30 Marav at Makor. We'll probably have Marav at Avi's house as well. And uh, looking forward to, to gaining and Ruchnius with all of you as we've been doing regularly every night uh, and certainly with a special focus on the Yomim no Radim, Yomim no Raim that are soon upon us. If you're interested in hosting, please let me know. Um, and again, that uh, tonight's learning is in memory of my brother Avi, um, Avraham Gershon Ben Shumar Mordechai, Yerotzon's Neshama Shedhaven Aliyah, wishing you all a beautiful night.